from Eden by Fry, Volume 4, The Ice King, Chapter 1, The Chamber. Deep inside the glacier lives the Ice King, supple and smooth. His skin is aglow with the cold and unbelievably soft. He should be milky white, but there's an olive tint to his hue, and no sooner do I see him than I want to touch him. Without gesture or words, he demurs. He wears no clothes, but it is clear that he's warm. He's in his element. He is the Ice King, and he doesn't beckon or smile. He stands at the end of the hall that is lined with blue, sheened, green walls of ice. They look soft, insubstantial. But they are hard as stone. Centuries of gravity have worked them into solid rock. I close my eyes for a moment. The smell of the ice is clean and pure. I slowly move towards him. And as each step feels heavier with uncertain awe, my head gets lighter. I realize, for him, I'll have to be all or nothing. Already I am sensing that heat, and I'm 20, 30 feet from him yet. There at the end of the hall, tall with ice and nothing else, is a gateway, a passageway, in which he stands. He has no need for me, but I am beholden to him now. I slowly advance, and as I do, I have to let go. I have to, have to, let go. I half expect servants to take off my coat and my woolly hat. But there are no servants and no attendants. There is only he, and he looks at me unsmiling but kind. He is ageless, of course. He is dark-eyed and strong. The Ice King waits for me to come to him. He knows that I must. For a moment I'm tempted to look back to see what's behind me to confirm that this is the path I have chosen. But something tells me it's too late for that now. Now there is only forward. And so the snowfield, the mountain, the moon, the cavernous void of the night, the narrow low gap that I happened upon and through which, more curious ever than brave, I had entered, fall away by this wayside and become 
immaterial. There is no echo in the glacier and no breeze. There is no fire and so there is no smoke. There is air and the air is still. Cold as it is, it doesn't move. It envelops me and so it feels warm. The Ice King knows that I am now in his power and he turns and walks ahead. I follow. The gateway, the passage, the transition, a corridor of light and dark, of shapes and patterns. It neither narrows nor widens, it extends. The Ice King, naked, not tall and not short, of a human scale build, moves ahead, and with each step that he takes on the ice, the ice seems to light up a little under his feet. It may do so in my imagination. It may just be a reflection. There is no other life in here, only he and I. And there's the light that plays on us, on our bodies, our faces, our minds. Deeper into the glacier we go, and the deeper we go, the closer the corridor through which we pass must become. But it doesn't get lower, only narrower still, until it is possible just to walk in a line just about without your arms or your shoulders touching the walls if you go slowly that is cautiously but determined dead straight he walks ahead of me and i follow closely i feel the warmth of his body and the icy walls look as though they glowed just a little with each step as he passes, it may just be my imagination, may be a reflection. Every surface is smooth, but not flat, the curvatures of natural ice, undulations. We arrive in the chamber. The chamber is empty and neither dark nor bright. There is a greenish, whitish, bluish light that comes from all directions at once. And in the middle of the chamber is a large elevation where the ice rises to knee level just. Is this our bed? There is no fire. But I am not cold, and while the Ice King reclines, I loosen my scarf, take off my gloves. I want to touch the ice, but his eyes are on me, and I take off my coat and my jumper, my shirt.